It's getting real dark, real early, Willie, and I don't like it. It is. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's probably one of my least favorite things about fall. I know. You talked about this last week, so I'm, I'm not going to drag you through this anymore just because, well, we got to get on with the show here. We do. So yeah. this question I have for you is a little bit of trivia. And uh, uh-huh. I know that you're into at least several of these, so we'll see how much you know. For the listener's sake, Scott, amongst our group of friends that likes to play trivia, he is the sports guy. Others are smarter than me. I am the dumb one. <laughs> I am the hype man. You might do well at this, I think. So that's that's why I picked it out. Sports teams names again. <laughs> Willie, I have a list here of three. Oh, I'm bad at math. Oh, six, nine, 12. Okay. 12 of the highest grossing media franchises of all time. I want you to name as many as you can. Oh, all right. All right. And if you get three wrong, this game is over because seriously, people have already stopped listening to the podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, speed round. Ready for this? Uh, it's got to be It's gotta be the MCU. That's on there. Is it high or low? It doesn't matter. It's just on the oh, list. Okay, okay, okay. I'm not going to make you put these in order. Okay. I would not have even known. Um, Harry Potter. On there as well. Two of 12. Good job. Big franchises. Big franchises. Now this is this is media franchises of all time. So like all kinds of media, you can uh, you don't have to just think about. Oh, so it's not just like movie fran. Okay, got it, got it, got it, got mm-hmm, it. Was mm-hmm. Mario. Mario's on there. That's three. All right, three of. 12. You're not cheating, are you? No, no. <laughs> show uh, me your screen. <laughs> I can't. Show- There's too many screens to show you. <laughs> uh, here's my hands. You can see my hands. Okay. Um. Just close your eyes. Just close your eyes and look at them. Uh, another one is gotta be, I don't know, like 007? That movie's not on the list. That's strike one. Okay, shit. Come on, you're missing like a huge one. What do we get, what do we get boners for like every single time we see anything about it? Women? Wait. That's not on the list. That's strike two. (laughs) (laughs) We get boners every time we talk about it? Yes. Think someplace very distant. Not close. Like Star Wars! That's right. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> uh, my brain was firing on all cylinders for that one. <laughs> got four of 12. Let's see, four of 12. Yeah, uh, What would you say if I got two of them right now? Actually, speed round, eyes closed, Spider-Man, Hello Kitty, and at the top of the list is uh, definitely Pokemon. <laughs> You're cheating. I knew you were no. cheating. <laughs> I, I read this this morning. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> Welcome to the Front Podcast of the Internet. It's your hosts, Scott and Willie. And we are, once again, bringing you the best around. It has been quite the interesting week. Before we get started talking about what Scott and I think are the best stories of the week, it's subjective, but this is our show. Speaking of our show, where can people find us, Scott? Here on this podcast platform that you're listening to, but also... Instagram. Sub for that. Twitter. Sub the number four, that. TikTok. Sub for that podcast. And good old email. Sub for that podcast at gmail.com. Now, Scott, would you say you, in general, growing up, would would come across something that you would say is like, uh, like you read a fortune cookie and go, man, that's right. That's going to be it. Or you'd grab a, a magic eight ball and you'd move it around and you'd be like, am I going to kiss that girl in the back of the bleachers? today and it would be like try again in an hour Did you no. believe those things Mm-mm, because i'm not 12 anymore did you when you were 12 i wanted to 
I wanted to believe that uh, fate was a, was not necessarily a thing. Like I had a choice. Like Neo in The Matrix Resurrections coming soon. Oh, it's going to be on HBO too, and I'm really excited to go see that movie from this chair. <laughs> <laughs> There's a subreddit. We haven't used this subreddit very often, but this week on the subreddit, hold up. It's one of my favorites. There's a post that said astrology in a nutshell. <laughs> this person says, I stalked it. I stalked this astrology hoe Twitter for about a week and told her I was a Virgo and she didn't let me smash because she thought we was compatible. Little does she know I'm a fucking Scorpio. LMFA triple O. Universe just aligned your cheeks with this dick. <laughs> now, he responded, Scott, and said, want to know how I know for a fact all of this horoscope shit is just a bunch of bullshit? All y'all commenting, this is exactly what a Scorpio would do about dumb as shit because I'm a Capricorn. <laughs> <laughs> Willie, do you know what your your astrological signs are? Unfortunately, I do, Scott. What are you? I'm a Scorpio. Oh, really? I am a, uh, I'm a cusp. So for anybody listening, who knows what that means? That means I'm like right on the edge. So I'm both, I believe I'm a Capricarius or a, a Sagicorn. Always about ready to, to finish, but never can. Oh. Nope. Different, different cusp. I don't know. This isn't like a sting situation. I'm GTG. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I, I need your opinion. What do you think of astrology? Because somehow <sighs> this has become the latest and greatest thing. It has become the girl boss trend. Everybody is into horoscopes right now. And I'm not sure how, how this, ha how? I have very vivid dreams, so I'm not into horror or anything, whether it's movies or scopes. But uh, if, if you want to know my, my real take on it, <laughs> Thank you for laughing at that. Nobody can see you. I'm laughing, laughing in silence. It doesn't yes. deserve an audible laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe in it, Willie. I'm I'm just gonna be uh, be real straightforward and say like, if I see a nice hunk of quartz, I, it looks like a pretty rock to me. But I don't think it has any magical power or gives off anything that's greater than a uh, cell phone radio or television wave. I've never aligned my chakras. I don't know what that entails. So I guess I'm in the middle. I'm like a cusp, like like my signs are, where I don't know enough about it to believe in it, and I don't know enough about it to believe in it. Does that make you sense? Said the like, you, well, you said the same thing twice. So yeah, sure, it makes I, sense what you're saying. Like, are I don't you, I don't know what... An, okay, maybe I messed that up, but I don't know enough about it to believe in it, and I don't know enough about it to really hate on it or, like, drag it through the mud. I know enough about it to make fun of it, but... That's just my opinion, man. So, so this is this is funny. This is funny. Uh, today, I told Scott that I did an enneagram test. Is that enneagram. how you pronounce it? It was enneagram. not. It wasn't water up my asshole. That's an enema. It took Scott a little bit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I showed up. I showed up as a uh, a three, and apparently that means like a driven leader. Of, I don't know. Anyways, somebody I, who I, brags a lot. I look at a test like that, and, and all I think to myself is that this is a, a type of test that is trying to compartmentalize things that may not be the reality. Like, I, you've minimized my character to a, a dial on a clock, essentially, 
but one through nine or something. And horoscopes, in my mind, and maybe I don't know enough about them, to me, feels like who defined that about me? Are you just defining all types of people based on how they're born, that they're all going to treat everybody the same way? Because if you track all of this back, Scott, Scorpio means I was born in November. The vast majority of people born in November, mommy and daddy, parents, they were boning back when uh, around Valentine's Day, dead of mm-hmm. winter. Valentine's Day boning produces Scorpios most of the time. Uh, uh, December was March or April. They really got it got it on in spring. You ever think about that, Scott? Oh yeah, I was probably uh, uh, an Easter Easter byproduct. Oh, oh, see, just like like, like rabbits. Hey, baby, talk about a resurrection. Check this one out. (laughs) Brought to you by the next Matrix movie coming out on HBO Max. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if one half of the Wachowskis would appreciate that joke. (laughs) Well, speaking of things that are lying to us. Which part? This week, the astrology or the religion? Because that's opening such a can of worms. For both of them. I will let uh, I will let the listener make that decision. Uh, yeah. but this this has Email a little bit more for that podcast at gmail.com. Oh my god, go to our inbox. R.I.P. Uh, but this week in r slash gaming, the post is titled "Remember, none of them are really our friends." Which ones? I'm glad you asked, Willie, because it's. Our supposed friends, Xbox, PlayStation, and Nintendo Switch. They have it out for us now? What? Why? Yeah, because it's a panel that shows all three of them next to each other. And under the Xbox, it is buys up developers and publishers and tried to raise the price of Xbox Live. Under PlayStation, it was among the first to push for $70 games and charging for cross-gen updates. And under Nintendo Switch, time-limited game releases and ignoring Joy-Con drift for four plus years. Now, I feel like they're stretching a little bit for Nintendo. Joy-Con drift for four years? Like, have you ever yeah, have they, you ever played with, like, a Xbox controller after, like, a week of COD? Like, no. Clean the semen, no, and I, that thing is a wreck. I mean, that seems like uh, a Scorpio game. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Nintendo did start a, a, some sort of quality program for the, the Joy-Con drift. You still had to send it out, and like you would be without your Switch for a while. But. Oh my god, the whole Switch? Not just the, the little con? Honestly, I don't know. But out of those three, which which are the which one's the worst to you? Okay, I'm, I'm going to have a hot take here that I know people that listen to this show, a lot of them play video games, really enjoy that content. So you're, you're probably going to hate me when I say this, but I think the one that is the most reasonable on that list is PlayStation's push for $70. How dare you? No, I don't care. Oh my god, I mean, you it's, want it's ten gotta... more dollars out of a game? The amount of people involved in making that content for me, I have invested hundreds of dollars in Destiny. Yeah, we've talked about this before, and that makes absolute sense. The cost of things just keep going up, and right. until we dress the overall <laughs> reason for that. The the problem there is the disservice is that we as citizens don't meet the value that's go the inflation. Now, Xbox I, I mean, maybe we have a direct impact on that one because that's kind of our primary gaming platform. We're biased. Yep. So I would probably say their subscription service because ultimately having to have internet and then their service to play their games is maybe the douchiest one. But what are what are your what's yours? You're looking at the list. I don't understand the the time released games. 
Like, why would you have a game? Go through all of the problems and, uh, you know, trouble of designing it, hiring all these people to make it for you, perfecting it. And then you're like, okay, we're only going to sell it for six months. And then we're never going to sell it again. Or maybe we'll sell it next year. Maybe we'll sell it two years from now. I I like 100% know what that means and in no way don't. Could you explain for the for the, you know, the idiot lurkers what a time release game means? Why are you why are you insulting our listeners? Yeah, well, they're a bunch of idiots because I know what this <laughs> is for sure. Oh, oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yes. Well, for all of the idiots sitting across from me, this <laughs> <laughs> This that means that there's a game that we've either uh built from scratch or remastered and we're going to copy one of the most successful franchises in the world aka the mouse and we're going to pull it out of this vault that we've created this this imaginary vault that doesn't exist and we're going to say we're going to dangle it in front of you and be like here's a carrot here's a carrot come get it come get it because this mario party 8 is going to be on sale from july 1st through september 1st and after that you won't be able to buy it I, I didn't know that they did that. Apparently, they've done it with a couple games. They don't do it with a lot, but and I'm I'm very very certain they don't do it. I was just using Mario Party as an example, but with their you know they're not going to do it with a uh, what was the Legend of Zelda big game for Switch? Uh, Ocarina of Time, Windwalker, no. something like that. We're both very very wrong, and people are yelling <laughs> at their podcast things right now, but. <laughs> I hope, um, I hope you hate that we got that wrong and we're not going to yeah. correct it. Nope. No edits. <laughs> uh, but they're not going to do it with like a Minecraft, you know, something that's going to drive in dollars. They're just, they're doing it on games like they might feel uh, will capitalize, uh, but won't necessarily make them money in the long term. It just seems kind of like a weird thing to do as a business. Now, from, uh, from Xbox's standpoint, I get buying developers and publishers. That's the name of the game. You have to try and defeat somebody like PlayStation, who is creating all of these amazing first exclusive console games that drive people to that to that uh, hardware. Yeah, it's like that meme that's like, I just can't fucking compete. Exactly. Trying to raise the price of Xbox Live. Yeah, it, it seems like it's inevitable with inflation. Same thing with the $70 games. Charging for cross-gen upgrades. Ugh, it's It's kind of shitty, but it falls in line with just rising prices of everything yeah i think Uh, the the comments got this right where they expanded a little bit on just like the two and two and two top comment here says all of them charge for online and when you do a search here for nintendo it says nintendo literally defended nintendo online by stating that they were simply following the industry standard instead of providing the free online play from the wii u so the industry moved there and they said, cool, we're in third place. So we're going to we're going to do that and you're going to pay us. Do you feel that Nintendo is really in third place or do you feel that maybe they're in their own little category? Like they're not even really competing with the Xboxes and Playstations of the world. Sure. It's let's just describe it in, in, in terms of vehicles. Yeah, you've got oh. you've got three main vehicles. You've got a sedan, you've got an SUV and, and you got a pickup truck. So. In this example, Scott, I I think I agree with you. Go with me here for a second. The sedan, Mm -hmm. pretty all around, works in most situations. That's your Xbox. Your SUV, this is the the powerhouse, the one that is the most user-friendly. It's the one that has the most people. That's your PlayStation. 
your your pickup truck the most power Ugh. that's your pcs that's the pc master race that's me over here even though i okay. fucking hate pickup trucks there's a place for them and then you and then you have the fucking dude on his little on his little kawasaki zipping around it's a that's motorcycle nintendo on okay. the motorcycle kawasaki's a bad example but i just think they're cool but that, i mean that's maybe, nintendo maybe right? like a vespa scooter Sure, sure. That's the that's the Wii U. That's the one nobody likes. <laughs> They're still on the roadway. They still do the same things. It's okay for Nintendo to be in this example fourth place. But let's, and, and most people that use them wear helmets. But let's let's not forget. <laughs> if I throw my fucking Xbox at you, you're still gonna fall off your fucking motorcycle. <laughs> Speaking of things that nobody wants to have happen, this is the worst transition possible, Scott. Because. <laughs> This week, some really big news was made, and it made it across Reddit, it made it across Twitter, Instagram. It was a social media frenzy driven not by the injustice of the story, which real talk, like I'm not joking when I say this, there isn't like a lead up to something dumb, but it also had a slew of internet true crime detectives wanting to say that they have the most robust problem solving in the world and i think it got in the way i i know what you're talking about can i just bring it yeah bring it up real quick mm-hmm. i think that it's it's entirely possible that his balls did swell up and fall off and he became impotent we're, we're, we're talking about different people what you're not talking about Nicki minaj and saying that her friend's cousin got the vaccination and caused him to be impotent because his balls swelled up and fell off no but that's really funny i love that story my favorite my favorite comment to that before i get into talking about gabby petito you fucking weirdo (laughs) is that somebody commented on twitter and said she says she's afraid to get the jab but take a look at this and it's a photo of her as like a teenager that's just like a normal teenager and then it's her now with fake ass implants and boob implants Mm, yeah 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 i saw that one (laughs) but tell me scott what you know about the gabby petito story well i know it's a very serious story about Mm -hmm. somebody who disappeared a 22 year old from i don't even know honestly i was very depressed about this whole thing because once you hear about a, a disappearance of somebody and like they're investigating friends family members like you know it's never gonna end good it's heartbreaking, right? Uh, Which is probably why this story of her and her boyfriend on this cross-country trip. But we're Scott and I are, are not going to be experts. Go watch all the videos on YouTube and CNN about this. But today, her father confirmed on Twitter that they found her dead. Yeah, it's it ended the exact way that nobody wanted it to, but a lot of us expected it to. So I, I don't necessarily want to take this episode to talk about those specifics. What I do want to ask you, I want to pose this question to you. Do you think it's inappropriate for Reddit and Twitter and Instagram? There's quite literally a subreddit called r slash Gabby Petito that has 100,000 members. Wow. True Crime this week was one of the most trending subreddits. Uh, that subreddit has 289,000 members. And every post that has her name in the title is like 25,000, 71,000, 15,000 upvotes. You know, we brought this up a long time ago when we mentioned that this isn't the first time Reddit has gone ape, if you will, over 
trying to figure out some sort of mystery. And I think it really came to light with the Boston Marathon bombing. Oh, that was one of those dark days of like when Gore made it on the front page and you weren't ready for it. Right. But the whole thing was about Reddit tried to band together and figure out who did it, number one, and where they were hiding because they knew they were still on the run somewhere in Boston proper. That's true. I forgot Reddit's impact there. Tons and tons of photos that I, I think had a real impact on that moment. And most of it was wrong. And so, like, to this day, you still see people uh, joking and calling out anytime something even trivial is figured out. And they're like, we did it, Reddit. So is it inappropriate? Very much so. But what are you going to do? How are you going to stop it? Yeah. What place it's, it's, What place do we have? As our voice gets bigger and bigger, what space do we have on Reddit to say how we interact with a story like this? My hope is that it's coming from a place of good or at least good intentions. This is a, a missing human being, and everybody on Reddit is just one giant community made up of smaller sub-communities mm-hmm. that will hopefully want to help this human being be found. Now, I know for a fact, and you know for a fact, just by, based on the way the world works, that there are plenty of people out there who just want the fame and, uh, and or infamy of being the first person to say something right or, or to help out uh, for personal gain, but... You and I, I think for us, we should we should probably stick to just reporting on the facts. I have no desire to go on these these literal manhunts for anything other than what does the epoxy hot dog look like today? You know, that's that's looks the, the same. it does. There was eleven eleven month update. It looks the exact same. But if I wanted to do something like that, I would uh, I would have gone to school for it or taken some professional training through law enforcement or some sort of security a and forensic gone into that, science but, i mean yeah i feel pretty well qualified i've watched all of dexter even the bad seasons <laughs> i know despite all the things that i have watched and seen including the latest hulu phenomenon only murders in the building which is very good by the way i also watched psych that was fun did you ever listen to the serial podcast i did but yeah I only murders in the building yeah why so many people died i wanted to talk about Honey Nut Cheerios. <laughs> Brought to you by General Mills. No. No, Here, the cereal podcast. Oh, okay. Here's my, here's my, they should have done that. That would have been the best. Here's my hot take though. And this expands a little bit further. I have shared this with people. I want to point out that this is my opinion, man. If it, I, I think we should have that as a bumper warning. Like these are our opinions. Right, these I, are not facts. We are not financial advisors. We are not truth sayers. And we don't represent anybody except for our dumbass selves, which is what my point is, that how you represent yourself when you go to claim fact or claim something is your brand. We in the United States have the freedom of speech, so we can say whatever the hell we want, but we are not free from the repercussions of the words that we said. And we would hope that what we say has a positive impact. But unfortunately, this is an example of where what many other people said led to a negative impact, misinformation, too many people feeling like they could drive themselves out to try and find her, people putting themselves in danger because of misinformation. So hold yourself accountable to yourself before going and posting something, which in the same way, like if you go on to Instagram today, the amount of stories from people that I'm friends with that were stating something about this was like, this doesn't mean anything to you. This is just the next story for fodder that you want to put your true crime 
fantasies around. Maybe now is not the time for you to pipe up and be like, I care about this. Because do you? Right. Is this the hill you're choosing to die on? Like, is this the, the way you want to be remembered as, as the person who placed their flag down on this story? I, this is the, the, that was the number one reason I stayed away from this, because I did not want to see literal idiots who are not sitting across from me. Yes. Just talking about shit they didn't know about. So now we're going to spend the rest of the podcast and we are going to talk about the stock market. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't want to do that. Well, uh, speaking of things that people should be doing from the comfort of their own home, instead of investigating things they know nothing about. Hold on, let me take my pants off. I'm ready. Oh, wait, you put pants on today? No, work was weird. (laughs) I went to the grocery store. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This week in r slash technology, it's never been more clear. Companies should give up on back to office and let us all work remotely permanently. Mm. I was wondering willy, when we would talk willy, about this. Willy, willy, willy. It's hot take time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And for those of us who like Brinner, it's hot cake time. I don't know that reference, and at this point I'm afraid to ask. This is, this is really interesting because, uh, first of all, we, we had the opportunity this year to work from home. I, everybody did. Likely. It's either you worked Whether from you home or, or not. you weren't working and were at home. But I specifically have the job that I have because having worked in corporate America before this, I the monotony of a nine to five at a desk, I mean, it killed me. It killed my soul. Not being Same. not being able to like see people, but also just that like being in a cubicle. Oh God, it was so draining. It was so, so challenging. With that said, I am not a productive person at home. I'm staring at five screens, six if you count my phone, seven if you include my other accessories that I have too, like a laptop and an iPad. I have too many things that can distract me. That sounds more like a seven response than a three, Willie. I don't, you don't know. I, (laughs) it's a problem. Okay. It's definitely a problem. You know, it's... It's funny because uh, when I worked in corporate America, I was Mm -hmm. expected to be chained to my desk and or in the meeting room that I was uh, scheduled to be at. So were you in jail? No, no. But I mean, it felt like it. It's it's a very soul crushing industry. Right. What? So so when you're at home sitting at a desk with nobody around you, nothing to distract you, kind of it kind of felt that this is what corporate America would want. Less distractions, just you and your work for, I guess, however long you're awake. Because as long as the work's getting done, they're they're not really going to care. But do you, do you have any sort of sympathy for, you know, building spaces that these places have invested in or, you know, communal meeting places for teams? Like, I feel that's going to be the biggest pushback. You can't just, or at least up until this point, they haven't hired people individually to work at home. They hired people to come into the office and sit out of space and be together as a team and collaborate. Now, whether that happens in a physical spot or online is, is something they're all adjusting to. We, we are all uh, trying to figure that out right now. Right. But I think last year's litmus test was very apparent that a lot of work, not, not everything, you know, people still need to go to warehouses and whatnot. Trucks need to move from one side of the country to the other. Sure. But the office work, the corporate America that most of us kind of get shuffled into at some point in our lives. Can that survive this new renaissance of working? I don't think it will. For all the reasons you can see me right now, it can't. 
What's happening? For those who describe the describe to the people (laughs) what I'm fucking dealing with right now. So Willie's very affectionate pet and mascot of the show, Bandit, is on his chest as he is sitting down in his chair, paws up on on both on either shoulder, just like hugging and nuzzling him, uh, saying, "Why are you ignoring me?" And hanging out with your uh, your other buddy there. Yep. Yeah. That's exactly what he's doing. He's walking over. Every- okay, seriously? I'm a professional. And now his butt's in your face. <laughs> oh, now he's going to eat the microphone. Listen, uh, <laughs> this, is, this is just like the most pure example of the negatives of a work from home culture uh, of something we would move to. If everything were to say like, screw it, we're going to shut down where everybody's going to work from home. Think about how that displaces those people that maybe live with their parents and have to share this space or what it does to somebody who has such a distraction in their home you can't assume that everybody has this like platonic great relationship no they might be in a space where they're always next to their significant other and it's not healthy and that space to be able to leave for work is something that is helping them now i hear i hear what you're saying Maybe you have pets. Maybe you have uh, other distractions. Maybe maybe you just want the there to be this separation between church and state, if you will. Right. That place yeah, for you yeah. to, to have your own versus that space where you need to focus in. I do think that this will drastically change how design happens. If you're a contractor or an architect, you're thinking now like all of our current designs need to pivot to something that allows for a work from home model. So more office space. Where do we place it within the home? I'm going to give you a challenge. Okay. I'm going to give you a challenge as uh, somebody who is an architectural student. Mm -hmm. Let's just say, what's the tallest building in Minneapolis? The IDS Tower? Correct. Let's just say all of the tenants choose to not renew. They let all of their employees work from home, save all of that money on the leasing uh, of that office space. You now have a challenge on how to fill the IDS Center with something that's going to bring people downtown. You're not going to like my answer. A giant goldfish tank? No, because it's it's not fun. It's very much the pragmatic answer of what they are currently doing. A garbage chute? Nope, they're turning it into housing. What? So right now, you can live in the IDS tower. Oh, uh, that I mean, that makes the most sense. So they're going to convert it from consistent office space where you're signing multi-year leases, 10, 20 years, and... You're paying exorbitant amounts of money plus any potential revenue earned mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to then changing it to living. You're going to get all those people that were all of a sudden living out in Orno and could afford a, a massive house and, and beautiful estate that are now being told, hey, you don't have to come downtown to work. They're going to go, OK, well, I'll just get another place downtown to live. And now they're working in the same spot they were working, but now it's just their home. Their bed's there. I did not know that at all. That's that's actually really cool. Uh, are they turning it into anything that's like affordable housing? No. No. Oh. Well. <laughs> now, so that might that might change some things about living conditions, because I don't know if, if many people realize this, but in the United States, the way cities and suburbs have been gentrified is that Mm -hmm. urban cities generally have more minorities more people of color but they also are given less resources have less funding the laws are set in a way that pushes them to confined housing shitty 
and then it pushes all of the uh, the wealth out into the suburbs. That's how the United States has been designed. In the UK, did you know it's the opposite? Well, the the queen owns all of the land. I'm not okay. Sure. The the way that you see people in terms of like living spaces, the further you get away from cities, the less funding and the less resources and the more people with less income there are. Oh, okay. They still have like the farmer model. I guess you could probably say that. Yeah. It's like anybody who's uh, in business works and lives in the city and then agriculture and stuff pushed out to the outskirts. Correct. It'll be uh, an interesting development as the year and years go on to see how this really pans out. Now, what's the over under, Scott, on if you had to work from home the rest of your career? Mm, Don't tempt me. Don't tell me. Mm-hmm. It's real late to mm-hmm. get a boner. <laughs> How many times would you masturbate in a day? <laughs> and would you stop when your hands started bleeding? Oh, uh, dude, I am getting up there in age. So, like, I have to stop when dust comes out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a picture none of us wanted. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of the podcast. We are, like we said, all over the internet. If you enjoy the show, Tell a friend, leave a comment, give us a review, and remember, no matter what you're into, whether it's bye-bye job, after the loop, didn't know I wanted that, or of course that's a thing, there's, there's a, a sub for that. that.